We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. a drink because this is hangover time i am not alf i am not Leif. there's a lot happening today much like the heat this pregame show is as discombobulated as can be the chat's not happy they're happy about the intro i'm getting booed i'm getting marcus campion in our twitch chat Welcome to the 10th season of Miami Heapy. Welcome to our Five Reasons audience who was expecting uh, Greg Sylvander, a.k.a. Lefty Leif. Not here. Uh, Leif is throwing up his guts, much like the Heat today. Uh, you know, Leif made a hotel bathroom total hell like the Heat did on their home court. Uh, but we are here to talk whatever the hell happened tonight. We're going to break it down. We're going to have fun. We are going to laugh. We are going to drink. Uh, take me out, brass. Let's uh, Let's introduce people. To the audience, as I pour some uh, some Glen Goyne eighteen year age scotch. Introduce people to the Ryan audience. Goyne. You know, uh, let's. Uh, I, you know, the best way that we can introduce everyone to a new audience. It's a new season. We have new people over on the Five Reasons Sports Network channel. Shout out to our friends over there. Uh, Brass, we got to do. What are we drinking? And we'll have everyone introduce themselves uh, to our new audience. For those unfamiliar, this is Hangover Time. It's a Miami Heat postgame show here at Miami Heat Beat. It's a bunch of friends at a bar, you know, drinking after a game, talking, seeing what's going up. People are asking, is the post-up show done? I, I don't work for five reasons, but, you know, we're doing this tonight, and uh, you guys got us. So you know, consult with Ethan Skolnick. I'm not, uh, I'm not privy to y'all's programming, but y'all got Hangover Time tonight. So uh, we're going to go around the room telling everybody what we're having to drink tonight. And uh, and then we'll go from there. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start left to right. Moose, what you got? Ladies and gentlemen, I am Moose. You probably have heard of me, resident drip driver. <laughs> As always, I am known to be drinking the monkey shoulder. Got to get a new uh, bottle here soon. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, we doing player of the games because you gotta know my guy Tyler Hero. How oh, on time, Brass, take me out. <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna do that anyway. <laughs> I'm Giancarlo Navas. I'm I'm the host tonight. I'm having a uh, Glen Goyne uh, single oh, malt scotch. You know, it's a it's a it's a sad drink. You know, so cheers to that. I don't have a player of the game. Everybody fucking sucked today. I guess Tyler was good. Yeah, such a downer. Uh, Jesus. No, I mean they were bad. I mean it was bad for me. You know, I'm a I'm a noted DeRozan and Andre Drummond hater, and and they just really made it bad for me tonight. You're just sure upset did. they're roasting you in the chat. Oh no, I'm getting fucking killed. I'm getting killed on Twitter. I'm getting killed everywhere. Uh, somebody said your boy Lowry is buns. He was buns today. <laughs> somebody else says G too. sucks worse than Lowry. Fezbutter says it's all your fault. Bad night for G all around, JG says. So everybody, you know, cheers to that. You know, I'll, I'll, I had a nice date yesterday. So take those wins where we can. Uh, Bond, what are you drinking tonight? Who are you and who's your player of the game? Hello, people. Um, returning audience, new people. Siobhan, Siobhan Beslow. Um, I was just going to chill out with some Essentia, but I figured, you know, why not? First night, I ain't lose. So we got some, um, some VSOP. <laughs> And a nice little glass. Hello, people. All right. All right. Mr. Brian Goins. I think my player to game for this game. Well, my name's Brian Goins, co-founder right. of Miami Heat Beat with, uh, with Gianni. Architect. First and foremost. Yeah, I, I recruited almost half this panel. <laughs> uh, along with a lot of other contributors over the past uh, 10 seasons covering this, uh, this team. So that's pretty fun. Um, what I'm drinking is some natural spring water from... <laughs> Trader Joe's, because your boy got to stay hydrated. Um, also, uh, my player of the game is Goran Dragic. I, I thought he looked great out there. <laughs> We're a wrong team, but he looked great out there. Heat yeah. lifer. Heat yeah. lifer. Yes. Skogie. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kenny Spence. All right. Yeah, man. So, uh, this is a mixed moves around the panel. I don't know what's going on. I'm Kenny Spence from um, Hangover Time, from all these other shows, whatever, whatever. My player of the game is still Jimmy Butler. Regardless, win or lose, he still did a great job of drawing fouls and trying to shut the water off on the Bulls. But DeMar DeRozan is DeMar DeRozan. It's just can't, just nothing you can do about that sometimes. And my goal tonight is to try my hardest not to get Ethan Skolnick and canceled while he's not in <laughs> Never getting fired on his day off would be fucked up. So I'm going to try my hardest to be a great person tonight. So just you can go ahead and take Ethan. me out, Brass. Just shout out to Ethan. Brass, All right. may know you. Well, who are you? Uh, I'm Brass Jazz. I've been with Heat Beat too long, frankly. Um, I it's it's good to be back. I didn't do any of the preseason games. This is kind of my uh, preseason game myself. Um, so yeah, I'm drinking since it's the intro to the season. I'm drinking one of my favorite drinks called Intro to Aperol, Aperol Gin, Lemon Juice, and Angostura Bitters. Because uh, I'm a little bitter at this loss, but losses happen. It's okay. I'm not freaking out, but uh, it really sucked. I love doing a show after these, you know that. Um, I will say that my player of the game, though, Max Strews. Unquestionably, Max Strews. He was abs. He, he was, I mean, five of seven, 22 points. Um, I mean, he is a legit NBA player, no matter what Nakaya said after his first, uh, first game in a Heat uniform uh, a couple seasons ago. Lots to That's get a cute to. Big Strews is loose. Oh, thank you. The White Wolf, the White Wolf himself. All right, guys, we have uh, we have tons to get into. We're going to get into what they're doing over there. We're going to get into who kicked our ass. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about kind of what went wrong. We'll start with the defense and then work our way to offense. Uh, I think defensively, more than anything, Bond, 
it stood out. It was pretty egregious. I thought they were over and under helping at the same time, which is pretty uh, pretty incredible that they were able to do both. I think a lot of their defense is predicated on Bam and Jimmy being great, especially kind of where they switch. Uh, Bam, I just didn't think was very sharp today uh, on the rotations, stepping up on shooters. Uh, and I thought the curious thing, Bon, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this first more than anything. The decision to to kind of just switch anyone on DeMar early, and I thought it was a little too late. Like five minutes left in the fourth, they started kind of hard showing Tyler and then kind of recovering whoever was on ball on DeMar, which seemed to work, but I thought mm-hmm. they did that a little late. Let's let's talk about that defensively first and then kind of work our way around what went wrong. So, I, I yeah, I don't think – I think you're right. It's it's strange to be able to under and over help, but they found a way. Um, a little bit kind of how they did some last year. We did a lot of over-rotating, um, selling out really hard, and, and, and um, finding ourselves a bit undisciplined in it. And um, guys just started getting driving lanes. Um, we weren't gapping as well as we usually. I don't think Bam was sharp defensively. Um, and when you – so when he's not sharp defensively and you're switching him out, you're either relying on him to contain or to rotate and help better. Um, and not too much of that was happening. And to start the second half, DeMar just – it. it he wasn't doing um, it so concerted in the in the first half, but starting the second half, it was, you know, kind of hunt a Tyler. And then I, I agree. They started to hard show Tyler and then whoever was on ball stay and then Tyler quickly recovered back to where he was rather than just selling out to the switch. And I do think that that helped. I, they went to it a bit later, um, but they're going to have to. They're going to have to play with that because that's going to be what's happening. You know, Tyler starting he's going to be playing against other starting caliber scores and, you know, big, strong physical guys. And so he, they have to figure out um, what they're going to do in the, his one-on-one individual matchups. Um, you're going to see a lot of teams trying to go at him, calling for the, the, the screens to get him on him. It's either going to be that, or um, we have Bam switching out high. And um, once Voots settled down and got a bit more comfortable, he was putting some stuff together, um, you know, down around the rim. So, I don't like what I saw from them defensively. And then the body language, like after we gave up, you know, a, a few stops or after we gave up a, a few buckets, it just felt, um, I don't know. I, I just didn't like the way that they felt on the floor. Um, and, you know, that was a, a bit disheartening. First game, um, you know, I expect them to to tighten some things up and they got to do it quick because we got Boston on Friday. And J&J just gave uh, whoever they're – the opening night matchup was up uh, um, 35 each. And so, you know, we're not tight. We're not sharp. Then it could be a decently, you know, long night for us. But I don't expect them to look like that. Um, I expect more discipline, more intensity. Um, people like Caleb was a little um, undisciplined, someone who, who typically is really antsy, really antsy in his feet. Um, and so we just got to, you know, tighten up those things or it can look rough. Kenny, I, I thought the other big thing was kind of bumping on a lot of things. And everybody in chat, we're going to get to Kyle, and we're going to get to Bam and, and the offense in a second. I just really yeah. felt I, – I think the offense is what stands out more, but I really think the defense is where the game was lost more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. But, but Kenny, the, the jumping on fakes, they were very jumpy. We did that out at some point in the game. They were just jumping on a lot of fakes. They're just not staying down on DeMar. You know that he's going to go for one or two head fakes. They, they were kind of biting even on guys like Vooch and, and 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 all those guys. So, like, 
I thought that was another thing. It was just a ton of fouling when they're just they're, and they're, exactly Bond, and they're not an undisciplined defense. Yeah, I just think um, there's going to be growing pains in general with this team. So the fouling that was a little weird tonight, but it's going to be growing pains. I think with Tyler being in the starting lineup, they do have to cover for him in a sense on defense. And so with that, it's going to take some adjustment. It's not going to look great on the first night. Um, the biting on the fix, I kind of have to give DeMar credit for that. He is just incredible in that mid-range area, so that's just going to happen sometimes. Um, the biggest thing with the defense, um, like Bond mentioned, Bam was just uncharacteristic tonight. I think sometimes we kind of get used to him and take him for granted for how important he is to the team's defense. And so when he's off, I do kind of expect everybody to be off. But with that being said, I don't expect him to play like that again. Even with Boston on Friday, I think they'll look a little better. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you gotta hope. And you know, people in the chat asking where is Leif. Leif unfortunately got really sick tonight. Is just legitimately tried his hardest, could not make it. Told him to just drink Gatorade and hijinks. Get new meaning to guts check. Uh, Leif got some sort of stomach virus. So wishing wishing our friend Leif, Greg Silvandras, you guys on Five Reasons told him well. He was supposed to host today. We're gonna rain check. Don't worry. Hopefully, uh, you know the next next time we do hangover time, you know he'll be able to kind of fill in, but. You know, prayers to Leif, hoping he's doing well. Moose, we'll switch to the offense. Uh, we'll talk about your boy, Hero, before we get into Kyle Lowry and who kicked our ass. Let's uh, talk about the positives know, of tonight. Let's talk Let's talk about the positives, and then we'll start slandering some people because I know that's what chat wants. Uh, all, <laughs> yeah, chat is calling. Chat wants fucking heads to roll. This is the French Revolution out here. They want motherfuckers in the guillotine. Actually, uh, this this is a donation, G. I think you gotta. I think you gotta announce. Yeah, this poetic one. lifestyle uh, says Lowry needs a new home. He gave us all his already. Okay, well, you know, it's just game one, guys. It's July. <laughs> thank you for the donation. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's a donation for Ethan. So I guess you know, you're welcome, Ethan. Oh. Yeah. If you, listen, if you want to donate to us, Twitch.tv/slash/MyMeHeatBeat. You come here and throw us a sub. You get access to cool emotes. You got Marcus Camby. We all love the Marcus Camby. You got the mechanic. We're the originators of the mechanic. All that good stuff. All right, Moose, talk about your boy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I mean... Listen, Tyler Hero, as I said earlier, he is here to prove that, yes, he's worth this money. Yes, he's here to be a starter. We're going to see some areas in defense where he is lacking. We understand that. 
But what he's really here for is to make sure that our offense starts off hot. And that's exactly what he did tonight. With 20 points in the first half, I mean, he was igniting everything for us. Unfortunately, trailed off in the second half. But the entire team was trailing off in the second half. And to back up the chat here, because they have every right to be frustrated today with the way the offense looked in the first half and the way it looked in the second half. It is really frustrating to say the least because it all starts with Bam. in my opinion, as much as we need Tyler hero to be igniting us on offense, everything that Bam brings on defense will only support everything else throughout the game. He was completely out of it tonight. And once I saw that, I knew we were going to be playing from a detriment when he's not in sync with this, with this team, both on both sides of the ball, this team is just going to be in a rut the entire time, constantly trying to make their way back. Mr. Goins, I don't even know, before again, we move on to slander o'clock. I don't even know what other positives we can take other than, <laughs> man, Tyler had a nifty layup, uh, and I guess Deadman didn't look Deadman didn't look cooked. Um, my one positive would be that there's still one thing up our sleeve, and that's you going back out to the arena and staging it one more time. <laughs> that's true. And I was actually out there. Uh, today don't do it too early. Yeah, no, I Yeah, no, I you know, I was out there today uh and I, I considered doing it, but I, I just felt it's too early. Nothing had gone wrong uh, yet. I, what if it helps us beat the Celtics though? I you know we'll we'll at see. the same time so many people stole regular the season because why kind of are we breaking glass at game that's two? true Bond's right there's no emergency yeah no you know it's, it's a little embarrassing one. listen I, I know losing to Demar is embarrassing I, you know it's not fun come on man All right. that's you lost to a dude Andre Drummond with hairy shoulders you know that's unfortunate it happens sorry Ethan uh <laughs> what's frustrating is you let Demar play his game. You and did. when Demar's playing his game, it, it looks effortless. Yeah. But he's Zach hard Levine. to keep from his game. His game is so efficient, and his his game yeah. is what is most available with regards to space on the floor. It's hard to not let him play his game. And then he started hitting threes, and then like, well, that was the thing that was annoying is that like they let him switch onto whoever he wanted early. I, you know, Miami for for us as not big as a team they are. They use length really well on doubles, especially when they surprise you and spring them. I, I don't, Bon, maybe you can correct me. I didn't see them spring a double on DeMar once. And I think making DeMar a playmaker, you know, under duress has always been a formula for success every time any game has ever mattered. So it's a surprise. I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, this is a top to bottom loss, you know, for, yeah. for everybody. But, you know, I, I think also Spo, who I think is pretty Teflon, especially on our show. You know, we dare not ever say anything bad about him because I, I think, you know, he's earned it. But I just don't think the game plan was good. It felt like they didn't take Chicago seriously. I mean, I didn't take Chicago seriously. I'm like, this team sucks. Uh, so, you know, it could be a little of that. They could have sleepwalked it a bit. But, you know, we'll get into some of the other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty it alarming. Honestly, felt very similar to that game two years ago when they played the Magic. Orlando, the season. yeah. Yeah, right after that finals Every run, year. and it was the same kind of script. Like they, defensively, they didn't have the same kind of gear that they did in the finals run. Which obviously, like the excuse at the time was that they obviously didn't have much season to you know kind of come back and and get ready. But um, I think the other part is just really the turnovers. Mostly, it's, it felt very similar. And what was different back then is that at least at the time we felt like we needed a point guard, and we do have Kyle out the, on the floor. And it felt like every time he had the ball, it just didn't look natural for him. Like just what he was doing last season. Like, I think he only finished with three assists. So I kind of expect him to, to at least step up on that side of the floor. I don't mind him 
missing some of his open threes. I wanted him to shoot because I know that was part of the thing starting last season was he's, he just wasn't aggressive shooting at all. That he only took like a few shots to start the first few games of the season. So I, I don't mind him taking shots. I just wanted to actually facilitate a little bit better because we don't have anyone else on the floor that does that besides Tyler and maybe Jimmy at times. This game was frustrating because we shot almost 43% from three. It was the first and, game we've yeah. lost shooting 40% from three and like I think might have been like the second time last two seasons. Yeah, we're com- we're coming off a postseason where that was essentially that was our downfall, right? Yeah. And so yeah, to, to to lose this game, I mean there's a lot of factors. I, I don't know what the hell was really going on. To shuffle people around loose your internet you're, you're killing me. i, I was killing trying to give you the heads up in the chat but then it just it went away doesn't really matter can, can, can i get in on the spoke conversation that i missed that way out we are our overlord ethan skolnick says or i don't know this could be alejandro who knows i don't know who's under the the the, the five reasons count hello hope you're enjoying this post game show greg savannah was supposed to participate in the crossover hosting but couldn't tonight we'll be back on friday for five on the floor live so that's your programming note for the five reasons youtube audience for twitch uh you're stuck with us forever so sucks for you guys <laughs> what are you saying moose i want <laughs> okay so the fucker moose is the new kenny See, moose this is, is the new this kenny. is how it was kenny it's frustrating right yeah yeah <laughs> hey I'm, i can't say shit I you might need to move. You might need, yeah. You might need to move to a different state, Moose. Moose and that's like, usually like. So, Kenny used to be in that corner too when his internet was trash. I think he, that's a that's not a good corner. Moose looks like an Adam Smoot NFT right now. Oh yeah, right I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Pixel art. There we go. Okay. okay I'm, you're I'm Adam gonna... Smoot. What? Yeah, you look like an. Okay, so I'll add to the spoke conversation since Moose is unavailable to right now. I guess. It was a little weird how long Spoke kept Jimmy and Tyler out of the game. That was a little confusing. They went to go on a little run. I was like, all right, well, maybe yeah. they might want to. And Jimmy, again, he did such a great job of getting to the line. He could have slowed the clock down, stopped the clock, put some points on the board with the stop clock. And Spoke just kind of fumbled with it a little bit. And I believe Spoke was probably one of the greatest, for sure, one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I think he just kind of, ah, first game. This is just the first game. First That's game stuff to figure out. Yeah. There's film to watch. Is they'll be fine. But tonight was a little just strange between Bam being bad defensively, which never happens. Bo some uh, questionable stuff. Eh, I'm I'm not making a big deal of it. Okay. Here's the thing about Spoke. All right. Sometimes his hesitancy to play the rookies, especially early in the season, although it's great for their development and they they get hungry and want more minutes. I think tonight it was a real detriment. We could have used him in the third quarter. We needed something to get this offense going. And I say that as a Tyler Hero fan who wasn't. He wasn't hitting in the third quarter, but we needed something, especially with the big guys having foul trouble. Brass, take me out before this goes out. <laughs> you know what? I know we're about to get in. who kicked our ass. Um, it's weird. So, like, this is not never a team that's really going to, like, we're not going to outscore people. About, take me out. I, this is a <laughs> um, too much pressure. Too much, pressure. Too much attention going on. I appreciate it, but no, this isn't a group that's going to like consistently outscore people. They're not. They're not built that way. I know. Um, you know, Leif tweeted uh, during the preseason. Like, it seems Spo has leaned into the the offense a bit more, which is fine. It's cool, but the the tenements of this team still has to be their defensive presence and. It's so we were humming offensively and everyone had juice and, and we're locked in. And then when that tap started to, to, to trickle a bit and then like the defense kind of lapsed and 
Tyler started getting attacked and then his offense started to go. So it can't be like this can't really be a group that's one or the other because it's never success has never followed them that way. It, it has to be. And again, it, it's, one, it's the first game and, you know, I expect them to be um, a lot more precise. But the the seeing them get lax defensively kind of as the offense slowed down was a little uncharacteristic because that can never be who our identity is because that's that's not a recipe for success. Two quick numbers uh, before we, before we change change gears here. Uh, Miami turned the ball over on 18% of their possessions. That's just you're not going to win basketball games when you do that. And they got crushed on the offensive boards. Uh, Chicago had a almost 28 offensive rebound percentage. Thanks. And Miami, yeah, I'm mid midseason form over here. <laughs> Miami was was about 19 and a half. Uh, that's just that 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 disparity between if you're not going to rebound and you're not and if you're turning the ball over like crazy. You're just not going to win games, and, and that really is kind of what it got down to. And Chicago got to the line a ton, even though Miami out free throwed them. Let's get to Kyle, then we'll get to kick. You know who kicked our ass? Because you know I, I have to answer for my boys' uh, crime. <laughs> I thought the missed shots is one thing. I I think if a guy like Bam missed shots, you know you just say okay, you know big guy, like you know you you get him next time, Tiger. It was the passing that was bad and sloppy. It, it was leading to turnovers by guys having a bad catch and doing a travel. There was one Gabe possession where Gabe got hit with a turnover because Kyle gave him a bad pass. And that's not like him. And if you, I thought defensively he was fine. And I, I think Bon, you, you could, I don't know how you feel about that. I thought he was mostly okay. Know. Ayo was huh? going by him early to start. Yeah. I, but I thought of I mean, I thought he settled in. I thought he was in the yeah. right spots. I mean, he, he, you know, he's never going to be a lateral quickness guy, but you know, he, yeah. I think kind of guarding up is kind of, I thought he was fine. I don't think defensively he looked old or anything, uh, you know, but I thought on offense, just like all his jump shots were short, uh, forcing mm -hmm. things. I think he got a little antsy because I think he felt like he has to contribute was just forcing some stuff in the offense. Just bad. The bad passing to me was like the inexcusable part. Like if you're just giving Bam a shitty pass, you're giving Jimmy a shitty lob, you're giving your, your kind of guards and shooters bad passes, you can't expect them to hit shots and, and they're turning the ball over. So obviously that has to change. I think everyone in the chat wanting him on Alcatraz. I think Christian Hernandez in our chat says, you know, he needs to be sent to Martha's Vineyard or something. Uh, like we need to chill. <laughs> it's been one game. He's coming off a bad hamstring injury. Let's give him some time. He's always a guy that kind of starts slow and gets better as the season goes on. I thought last season was evidence. Um, you know, obviously, you know, monitor it and it is what it is, but I just, I don't think we should all overreact and send him to Alcatraz. Uh, yeah. Um, oh. Go ahead, Kenny. Oh, yeah. So I think I kind of expected Kyle to not look this bad, but. Again, it's going to be growing pains. With Tyler and the starting lineup, there's, there's a huge change. Guys are playing different styles, and Kyle's main strength and his main job is to facilitate and to conduct the offense. And so it's kind of a difficult thing to do on game one to have that figured out, um, where guys want the ball when this guy's over here and all this stuff. And so Kyle's been in the league however many years. We know what he can do as far as playmaking goes. Tonight was just an uncharacteristic night which I expected, so I'm fine, and I don't think we should be as hard on Kyle. Not to stop anybody's fun. Go ahead. I don't care. I'm not paying attention to you anyway. But I think Kyle will be fine. I, I'm not overreacting to this. Chats, you know, chats out at C. Someone's asking, can we get Kendrick Nunn back? <laughs> Come on, man. Did you not watch that? Brash, should yeah. we get into who kicked our ass or what are they doing over there? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think we should do? Uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> let's, sure do, let's do who kicked, kicked our ass. Time ago. Let's do who kicked our ass. Great energy, guys. Yeah, really good. <laughs> They kicked our ass. Uh, somebody in chat said, Larry's wash, cook. I don't want to hear it. It's game one. Larry was trashed in the playoffs, too. Dude is done. He should be on the bench next to UD. Well, A, he was hurt in the playoffs. So, like, that's not really his fault. Like, the yeah, guys get hurt. Who, yeah. who, who I, kicked our ass, man? Yeah, I just, you know, I'm just, I mean, somebody, somebody paid $5 for me to hear <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that's really wanted me to read this opinion. Shit. They gave money to thank Ethan. Thank you for your donation. Well, thank Ethan. Somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm not thanking anybody for a donation that's not ours. I'm just, I'm just doing Ethan a favor. I don't stop anybody's money stream. Thank you. That's, that's very kind. Thank you. Your money's your, your money's good everywhere. All right. Well, Moose is Moose is in timeout right now because his internet sucks. Jesus, uh, Moose. Bon, who kicked our ass? Oh, um, let me look here. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, <laughs> L. I'm gonna go with Mr. Desumo. Uh, quick bursty. I think he beat Kyle uh, a solid handful of times. Um, three for six from three. Crafty gave them a bunch. I mean, Demar obviously, but um, I'm gonna you can go only with pick this. one. Save, save some for the class. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Demar. Unfortunately, I have to recognize it. It sucks. Yeah, that hurts, Sanji. <laughs> no, it really does. It's it's really the worst thing. And I was right last year, though. I mean, he was awful in the playoffs, so I really got to take that victory lap. But then you know he drops 37 on you, and Kyle looks bad, and, and Drummond played well. It, it's really just like a recipe of my disaster. And on top of that, I have to host tonight, and nobody wants to see me, right? So chat is greeting me like, "Why the fuck is G here?" It's like, oh, you know, it's you know, it, it's just bad. It's like <laughs> when a you're a kid, really good intro to five reasons here. It's like really when you're a song. kid and you get a present as like you know, like a ten year old, and it's clothes. You know, you don't. Have <laughs> That's me. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the dress shirt that your grandmother gives you, and you open the box thinking I'm gonna get Pokemon cards, and no, and you think you're gonna get Leif, and it's it's me. It's I'm a fucking dress shirt from Bird Eyes. You're like this that meme where the guy gets his dress shirt, but it's the same dress shirt he's wearing. <laughs> this man, uh, G, called himself the Father's Day tie in front of a whole new audience. <laughs> I can't believe this. He definitely did. Uh, Mr. Brass Jazz, who kicked our ass? Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, obviously, Damar is the one who really kicked our ass. Uh, I'm going to go with Goron because that one hurts. That one hurts. That one hurts. Because I don't know how much Goron really has left in his tank. And uh, which also sucks because I love that guy, but um, it it especially sucks to like to have him play that way, play legitimately better than Kyle Lowry uh, on our, on the season opener on our home court. So uh, yeah, I think that one hurts the most to me. <laughs> Just that one hurts. Why'd sweet? you have to do that, Goran? <laughs> <laughs> Goran's in the tunnel yelling, "They chose Kyle Lowry over me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frankie said that. <laughs> You know what the some I think it was Eric on the broadcast like yeah seven years score you know Dragic spent that made me feel seven old I was like years. seven years yeah shit flies bro he beats ten Dragic was here for almost all of it but you know um, but when you're a Heat lifer like Goron that doesn't really count yeah. that those points should be our points I love time Gogi, of the man. I love Gogi Gogi should have a title here because they should have beat the Lakers in the bubble but I digress Brian Goins who kicked our ass. Well, I was going to choose Goron again, even though he's my player of the game. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe Kobe White. Like, he had a pretty, couple good, like, three-pointers to keep. Like, I feel like that first half, every we were just swapping buckets. I don't know. Like, him, Goron, like, they just kept that team alive. They didn't really make that many threes in the second half. It was mostly just DeRozan doing his thing in the mid-range area. But that first half, when I thought Miami was going to pull away with, like, a 20-point lead, and they had it up to nine, 
Uh, it was just really them trading baskets, and uh, a lot of it was between Kobe White and Goron. Kenny? So, first of all, I like this music. I feel like I'm playing Street Fighter 2. I'm fucking with it. Yo, let's <laughs> go! <laughs> um, And I don't gotta get cute about it, man. DeMar DeRozan kicked our ass. And, and I know the Heat looked terrible on defense out of the game. Some positions they didn't, and DeMar was just DeMar. I mean, he's gonna make those tough shots, and as a defense, all you do is force gotta take tough shots. But he's good enough to make them, and so it is what it is. He finished with 37. I think he had like nine and some shit. I don't know. I don't check stats. I'm gonna be honest. I don't care about it. But no, nah, Demar Derozan kicked our ass, and it's, I, I'm I'm not. I don't I don't have to pull nothing out of my ass to answer that. It was Demar Derozan. Brass was, he was, the, was he the best player on the floor? I feel like yeah. he was. Demar, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Okay. Uh, Brass was it Tiff that said that Demar looks like uh, a kid lost at the mall? No, that's Kobe no, White. No, that, that was Joe. Col- yeah, th- that was Kobe White. No, it was Kobe White, and I think that was Joey. That was Joey. The it was Joey. <laughs> some, I was like, some Chicago Bull look. I mean, they both look like kids lost at the, at the mall. Uh, Boos, who kicked our ass? Uh, my internet kicked my ass. <laughs> Um, yep. I'm not even sure. Are we still on? I can't see anything. <laughs> so, uh, drip drop. Unfortunately. Um, DeMar DeRozan was great. Did we talk about him? I don't know. We did. Plenty. Uh, yes. Yeah. A little too much. I'm tired of talking I don't even know if I'm in. It's so much fun being on the other side of this, man. I'm sick of DeMar, bro. Can't see. Kenny's <laughs> so happy that he's not the only shitty internet. Um, let's see. Yeah, so. Miami's defense kicked their ass. <laughs> Miami's defense kicked their ass. Um, I I think that the defense is going to correct itself. I just don't mm-hmm. I just don't see them being this bad. I do think the rebounding is going to be something to monitor. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're playing these hyper small lineups, you know, with Caleb or Max. It's hard to rebound when the other team doesn't miss. That is true. That yeah. and or or when the other team takes a bad shot, it ends up being a foul because the correct, pump, yeah. pump faked his way. He, he finagled his, his way into another free throw. So. But I'm okay. My last point in this game, because we should really move on, because I think we're just. I want to say one thing after that. I I just want to say, like, this is not. I'm not. I'm not taking a whole lot away from this. I need to see a much larger sample size because we we looked bad in the first preseason game, and then we looked really good in the rest of them. Also, uh, this game, uh, there was no Kane. There was no Jovic. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. So, uh, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, I just. These things happen. We have seen excellent Heat teams lose the opener. Yeah, man. And I just, and I, I just, I think everyone needs to pump their brakes and save your takes. Uh, you know, maybe you know some of the Lowry slander. If he does, if listen, if Lowry keeps his shit up, you're not going to be. G is going to be the only one spouting any positives on I this fucking show. Hide. I'll tell you that much. I may need to hide. I may not finish my tenth. He's gonna, he's going to disappear. Yeah. He's going to disappear. He's, he's going to be pulling a life every single every I'm single be a show. witness protection. <laughs> Um, but listen, um, Brass, yeah, to just, your it is point, what it is. Mm-hmm. Brass, to your point, this isn't the only time the Miami Heat have lost to the Chicago Bulls on a season opener. Very deflating loss. The 2007 uh, team, no, I would say this. I would say this if you're going to use an example to be like, hey, let's not freak out over an opening night loss, that's probably the one you don't really want to use. Never bring up the 07 heat did not happen. That he's stuck like this. Damn it, that was not that was not great. He was stuck in like the jazz hands. That was great. To Brass's point, there were championship heat teams who. Like the Orlando Magic were their fathers on opening night for like a lot of years, and so yeah, it's not a big deal. It's just opening night, whatever. The one thing I will say, and Bonnet, I think we talked about this uh, on Twitter was, I didn't think Miami did a good job of getting Jimmy the ball in that fourth quarter. 
And Jimmy checked back in the game. I thought, you know, clearly Kyle didn't have it. Bam didn't have it. Tyler had kind of fizzled out after a really hot start. And I just didn't think that they did enough to get Jimmy getting downhill, whether that's using him as a screener rolling in space, whether that's getting him in pick and roll, whether that's getting him to his spots on the floor. I just don't think that they involved him enough in the offense. And I think that that's another thing that falls on Lowry because that's that's your job as a point guard. And I think that falls a little on Bam too because Bam organizes a lot of the offense from the elbows. Uh, so I, I thought that was a big – I thought that was a pretty big deal and that was kind of the last nail because any any comeback chance they had was Jimmy on ball defending DeMar. That was, that was a move and that worked. Uh, and then it was Jimmy kind of taking over on offense, and that part did not happen. Some of that has to be on him too, though. Like I, I agree for sure. Like yeah, Kyle, you're the table setter. Bam, you do some table setting too. Jimmy, like you naturally have a pulse for what this group needs from you and kind of when it does. Um, and so, you know, I think maybe in that he he should have asserted himself a, a bit more. But again, first night, we'll see. Um, Max has started to like percolate a bit in the fourth. So I don't know if they were trying to ride some of that. Um, but I, I, I do agree. But again, I think some of that, I think he has to take some onus with that too. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I will say though, um, Jimmy did keep them into the, in the game for a long yeah. time throughout the game. And so I, he should have asserted himself, but I also, I'm not really too mad at him for like fizzling yeah. out in the fourth. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's uh, it was just a bad night. The shooting was bad, the turnovers were bad, so we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, there is a big league out here. There's a lot, there's a lot of stuff happening in the NBA. The NBA opened last night, a lot of funny things happen. Ross, I think, I think we should take a look what's going on around the around the sport. It makes me so happy. <laughs> we gotta get more coordinated with our eyes. Kenny's like looking down. Tiff is kind of looking up. Like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. We're all looking at different things. A lot of teams. Brass. <laughs> What's going on over there? Did you check out the Lakers game the other night? <laughs> oh boy! Did the I. other night, meaning last night. Let me I tell you, it was like ages ago. Um, uh, Anthony Davis. He's really, uh, he's really crushing I can't it, huh? Stand him. That is some so prime. So much. We are in prime AD territory. Uh, I want you to check out. Uh, yeah, ch- check check out this. This is a funny stat. Uh, oh no, that's that's a that's a different stat. That's, that's someone, another that, funny that's, stat. That's coming up. That's a whole yeah, other one. That's another funny stat. Different one. Yeah. Um, the, that his hilarious. his jump shooting is atrocious <laughs> right now. Atrocious. And here in here is uh, here's an example of that. It's. Uh, uh, he feels too soon in the season for a rant, but like I really cannot stand him. He is too fucking big to be wearing that number. You are too yeah. large to be shooting this far out. Like, go, be a big, and then you're not even. These aren't even good shots for you. Like, He's so bad at it. He looks like Kyle Lowry out there. Yeah, it's not good. God, it is really, so- it's really not good. Uh, and let's see what, what else we got going here. Um, his, have you seen how beautiful his screens are? So check out this little compilation of him setting some screens. 
This is all from one fucking like game. A feather in a wind. Are they dead Jesus. Was he moving? I would have rather him no. move. Maybe he would have hit someone. It's the school of Hassan Whiteside. It's a master class. Oh, Hassan is better at this. Oh, man. That, those are, that's that's, that's Whiteside-esque. That was a slip. They're all slips. They just, it's <laughs> as little contact as possible. It looks it looks like youth basketball where they like really tell you don't get hurt. What is that? Yeah, I just I I don't like this guy. First I of all, he's, he's from Chicago and he's a Packers fan. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> he is. Why would you? Yeah, he's a Packers fan. That's like, a that's, that's like, what is that's like being Why? from Miami and being a Celtics fan. It's ridiculous. Or a Jets fan or some shit. I mean, he's let like, him wear that number. All of the great like, threes in AI CP. That guy is so pasty. Dwayne, whoever that white hey, guy he, for the Lakers is. But, but Kendrick guy. Nunn, Ryan? Kendrick Nunn is someone that the Lakers were waiting on. A uh, big excuse machine from last year oh, yeah. is Lakers couldn't do anything, obviously, because they didn't have Kendrick fucking Nunn. Mm -hmm. And uh, so here is uh, what check out, check this play here. He gave him thirteen. Another another excellent screen by by uh, Anthony Davis here. Oh, but oh, yep. oh, St oh what was Streamyard that? is heat is heat esque tonight. Jesus. And then this is this is my favorite play of the night. This this Kendrick Nunn turnover. Uh, I don't know. Did he ever turn the ball over here? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure we ever mentioned that. He did happen that a lot. Constantly. <laughs> Watch this turnover lob. machine. What? What? Yeah, that was to yeah, rush. I got to play that again. Poorly, poorly placed. Yeah, uh, that yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. Yes. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Not great. I mean, I couldn't um, see anything, and even I can tell you that was atrocious. So. <laughs> it's just classic Kendrick Nunn. And then, uh, and then on the Nets, this is the one I put up before by accident. Ben Simmons fouled out with 901 in the fourth quarter with four points. That's real cool, so I respect that. <laughs> the four points. The four what points is, is one thing, right? Because again, he hasn't played basketball in like a decade. But the thing is, like, you know, when he's like, he's this giant defensive player that's going to turn a, a, an atrociously bad defensive team around, and he's doing that. I mean, shit happens. I don't expect that to keep up the rest of the season, obviously. Like, I mean, to that extent. But um, it's it's not great. It's not great. But yet, these are teams. the The Nets are are way up in people's in people's rankings throughout the season. They think they're going to finish high, higher than the Heat. Most people. I mean, this is why. Just it. Just we got to we got to pump the brakes. We got to pump the brakes. Win or lose, dangerous. And just losing. see how this see how this plays out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that is what we have going on around. Why the Star rest Fox of the in our chat really caping for Kendrick Nunn, who is famously a turnstile on defense, turned the ball over a ton. Ineffective score. What are you talking about? He would have fit right in today. Oh, he's saying sarcasm. Okay. Oh, oh good. Oh, I thank God. Like, I was like, please don't be serious. I go, we, we saw how this movie played out. It Plus, wasn't the whole fun. season with injuries. Oh, while we talking about Ben. Well, well. Oh, you know. yeah, read, read that. That's not a donation, but I would like you to read that, G. Ben, uh, ben had more assists than Cal tonight. He did. Yeah. Uh, he also Kyle, had two was, more points. Kyle was bad tonight. Chat's asking like for us to call out Lowry. We already did. How much more do you? Do you want me to burn him at the stake? Should I personally I go to do, the arena? Actually. Should should we tell Alex Toledo to go hold him accountable? We know he won't do that. Alex, <laughs> you have a post-impressor? He, he never will. On there. Why is there a Tinder dating site in Ethan's chat? What's going on in Five Reasons? <laughs> what What's happening? Ethan, what's going on? Alex, Bra Brady, Brady Hawk. Hey, Brady. Brady can't hey, Brady, see Brady, Brady, you can't be on Brady. dating sites. You're too young. 
Brady? Brady? Oh, don't man. do it. Don't. Um, but uh, you know, it's what's Boston frustrating. What's frustrating? Yeah, Boston on Friday. Toronto right after that. So <laughs> a Toronto back to back. Mm-hmm. I believe. Why, right? why to start the season back to back? The entire hard. Toronto roster. Adam Silver is going to hell. Adam other than MVP and their hell. other guard, their whole roster is six eight and above. Adam Silver and Ronald Reagan are going to be cellmates in hell. <laughs> no, David Stern. <laughs> Whoa, he's actually dead. You can't do it. You can pretend he's in Yeah, what the hell, Brian? <laughs> oh, fucking Moose. Like, was was well, I was, a little fr- I was a little frustrated because, like, I was all excited Leif was going to get here. Finally, like, a, a big reunion show. Mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Ten seasons and, of Heat Beat. And then, uh, yeah, ten seasons of Heat Beat. We just started. And and I made him new imaging. I, I made him imaging just the audio uh, that he's been using on Five in the Floor uh, for a long time. And, uh, and so I finally, I spice it up. And for this, I'm all excited for his return. And then what happens? He has issues with his stomach, which is just fucking ironic because this is the imaging that I made for him. I think everybody needs to get a grip. You got to stay together. If you got the guts and you don't find the first door, and run out of it. There are no obstacles. There's no obstacles. All there are are accusations and opinions. We have done this since 1995. We'll find out what we're made of here. If you got the guts. Guts, 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 guts. This is Guts Check with Greg Sylvander. You changed my shorts yet? I still got them same shoes on. You sent me a picture yet? Of different mm. shorts. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll, I'll give, <laughs> I, w- I want to give. I want to give everybody a guts check. Listen, I don't know if you guys can hear me. That I, I can see your mouth in like. Back up. What is? <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Moose? Is that you, Don's Haslam? What's the opposite of four? I don't know if you guys can hear me or see me. This is terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, Brass, that sounded hilarious. I can't wait to check it out. <laughs> Jesus, I am very uncomfortable. Can I don't you back like, up? This is very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. Chad said Kenny oh, transferred man. his internet to Moose. I mean, Kenny looks yeah. crisp, beautiful. I had to move to a new state, but you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Check out Kenny's show pre-gaming with Frankie prior to every game. <laughs> man. Listen, and, I want to give – I want to – Gee, what's your gut huh? check? I know we cut you off. I want to give I want to give the audience a fucking gut check because I think everyone in chat is being scared. You act like you've never been here before. You're talking like fucking Sixer fans. I expect Sixer fans to be Do fucking it, scared. It, I expect Sixer fans to not have a fucking grip on reality. You're fucking Heat fans. We have banners. We have fucking parades. We have trophies. We have confetti and good champagne. We have a clean, beautiful city. We're not. It's not cold everywhere. You know, it was a little rainy and kind of chilly today, but, you know, let's forget about that. You know, once in a blue moon. It's a cold front. Come on! I'm fucking get guts! They're going to win a lot of games. They're going to compete for titles because that's what they do. And they're going to figure it out because they always figure it out. They have the best coach in the league. They have Jimmy Butler, who was the best fucking player in the playoffs. Nobody played better than that dude. Jason Tatum is a fucking shadow compared to him. Jimmy fucking destroyed them on one leg and you all are worried because of game one of the regular season against an opponent that they didn't care about i bet you if they gave a shit 
Fucking Kobe White never does, can't even fucking dribble if they tried. You guys gotta calm down. Lowry's gonna figure it out. They, Tyler's on an MVP. They didn't even unleash Jovic. Their secret weapon is still on the bench. Team all NBA. Yo, you guys gotta calm down. They're gonna win games. They're gonna be fine. Do you not think Pat Riley is gonna do what he has to do? He always fucking does what he has to do. Cause Andy and Pat and Spo, they all fucking figure it out. That's why they win. The Dolphins haven't won a single playoff game since Dwayne Wade was drafted. Let's put it, let's put some shit into perspective. That's what you should be. That's agonizing. This is not a franchise that needs to be agonizing. Get a fucking grip, people. Thank you.